On to Group D. France, Denmark, Tunisia, and Australia. Tunisia. How do you feel about Tunisia? Uh, Tunisia, they were in the 2018 as well, weren't they? They were. They've actually been to six World Cups in their history. Oh, that's good. I mean, it's nice for them to be two times in a row as well. As you can see with the ticker, they have never qualified out of the group stages. Yeah, that's how I feel that too. Lack of goal scoring, a good midfield. Uh, Skahiri, if I'm saying his name correctly, playing very well for Cologne. Um, But again, this is a good, this is a good group. Yeah, this actually, uh, not true. I wouldn't say this would be a group of death. No, this is not the group of death, but it's a good one. This is a good group. Um, And I think that Tunisia gets out of some other groups. I don't think they get out of this one. No. Uh, speaking of a team that I don't think gets out of any group, how do we feel about Australia? Uh, you summed it right up. I don't need to say anything more. It's sad because, like, Australia is, like, one of those teams who you're used to seeing over and over again, They but they just don't have – their best player is a goalkeeper. And you can only do so much with the goalkeeper. On top of that, they're injured – Half of their starting 11 is out. Ouch. Including their starting center backs, uh, Sutar and Rolls. Rolls. I don't know exactly how to pronounce his name. They've both been out long term. Oh. They don't have a good team with depth, and they're injured on top of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, like the ticker says, six straight World Cup, and I don't expect them to do anything this time either. No. It, Australia might be that other team. Australia, I think, will be another team. Um, We'll get to... We're almost to the surprising team that I don't think is going to do anything. Uh, but Australia, if Australia goes winless, I will not be surprised. I'll be no, a little sad, a little but I will not be surprised. Yeah. On to a team that I think is going to do well, Denmark. Uh, I agree. Denmark is – I, when I did my first bracket, thought Tunisia was a little better, and I gave them a way more credit than I thought they did, than I should have. Um, but seeing Denmark's actual team, how they're going to line up, I, they're definitely going to get out of this group. Um, it's easy. It's easy to forget about the Danes, but the Danes are really good. Danes have recent history in beating France too. So I think Casper Schmeichel is one of those people who do not perform well for club, but performs extremely well for their country. Um, he'll show for sure. Uh, I think he'll probably be his last uh, World Cup. But, um, yeah, I mean, you got Ericsson up top with Casper Dahlberg, and then you have uh, you still have Damasgard, um, who's not quite fit, not up to speed, I should say. Um, he has been injured with Brentford, but um, he, you know, is could be a difference maker. He was one in the Euros when Ericsson went down um, with that heart, in, heart injury condition yeah no i agree Um, and i think in the world cup you got to look at class more than form yeah um a very smart writer who gets paid to talk about this unlike me at the athletic brought that up and i haven't been able to get it out of my head since i read it because it's the truth it's really about class who are the class you know who performs well in these moments historically they're gonna do it again for the world cup Yep. And Denmark is one of those. In fact, Denmark is probably my dark horse upset for a group if I have one. 
And that's mostly because I have no idea what to think about France. On uh, paper, they're incredibly good. Yeah. Um, I, it, it comes down to the championship hangover for me. And that's what goes, it really comes to. And which doctors and transfer demands and everything else that's going on. I mean, they're, they are so primed for that French disastrous group stage knockout um, that they've done in the past. Yeah, I guess, especially um, there was a big player that's out too, but they still have. Well, Pogba's a- out, Nukunku's out, Conte's out. They, they're, they're going to hurt in the midfield a bit. You know, they're, they're not, they're still going to be France. Don't get me wrong, but they're not going to be as good as they could in the midfield. I will be Sorry. interested to see who they play in defense. Um, I think Saliba could be good enough. Again, this is my Arsenal showing. Um, and then I also want to know who they play up top and will they play well together? Antoine Griezmann has a hell of an ego. This whole transfer saga with Atletico Madrid and Barcelona. He always calls himself. Kylian Mbappe does the exact same thing. Well, that's true. It's, you know, I mean, you got Giroud who's going to try for the uh, goal scoring record for France. And quite frankly, I think she is deserving of the minutes. Mm -hmm. He's playing really good for AC Milan right now. Yep. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, on paper, they should run away with this. They should do really well. Yeah, I think you're... I, I get the appeal of France could bomb. I just don't... They still have Rebot. They still have uh, Veratu. Look at who Germany uh, had in 2018. They have... Look at who Spain had in 2014. Well, again, that's why I said if it's if it comes down to anything, it's it's one of those, you know, championship hangovers. That's how that's how this happens. Well, they're still they're still getting out of the group, but I guess they won't get out of the group on top. Maybe, maybe one. Hey, thanks for watching that clip. If you enjoyed it, we have more clips on Wicked Good Sports, so please hang around. We have all kinds of soccer coverage as well as our main podcast, Swinging at Chins. You can find links to all of it in the description down below. Thank you.